0: Hey! Welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, we're privileged to talk with my friend and guest, Christina Hyde. In this episode, we'll explore the unexpected benefits of a clean and tidy space share some of our favorite cleaning hacks, and find out where Christina's transient coffee pot finally landed. This is episode 19. Here we go. Well, thank you, Christina, for being with us again today and just now helping me find a missing laptop charger, which is crucial (laughs) to the success of this podcast. (laughs) And thank you, listeners, for tuning in this week. Christina, could you take a second and introduce yourself for any new listeners we have this week? Hi, my name is Christina. I am a wife and a mom
1: and a part-time nurse, and I'm really happy to be here with you guys today. Uh, this is a topic that's close to my heart, and while I might not always be great at cleaning, um, when my house is calm, then my, my heart is also calm.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: yes, totally.
0: All right, one quick announcement before we begin, because we need to let everybody know the winners of the first giveaway of the year are Shandell Podorf and Kim Mason. So if you recall back in January, the challenge was to try something new. So we extended the challenge all the way through February and these listeners did. So here's what they here's what they shared with us. chandelle has an injured right hand right now, but she loves to paint, right? So she ended up painting with her left hand. So that was a totally new experience for her. And she goes, it was oddly, I was like, actually pretty good on the uh, with the other hand like so that's kind of cool and then kim attended a type of sporting event with her husband that she'd never been to before and that was fun to hear about too she even sent me a picture so i've been in touch with them to receive the handmade garland by christina Woo-hoo. and so that'll be exciting to get that prize to them so thank you for trying something new okay christina let's continue our discussion of one of our favorite topics spring cleaning last week we were talking about organization as a way to find our motivation to dive in to kind of a thorough deep clean So before we explore the cleaning part today, I thought it would be super helpful to review and debrief last week's organizational projects that we mentioned in episode 18. I'm secretly doing a happy dance. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, so by the way, I hope you were able to try out that organization printable that I have on SundayAfternoonMama.com. Let us know if it was helpful for you. We'd love to hear about your aha moments while you were kind of rethinking your spaces. I know for me, I've been filling it out. I printed a bunch of copies and I've been filling (laughs) it out and slowly tackling things. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, uh, I'll just recap real quick. So what we did last week was um, Christina came over and we kind of tackled the bonus room at my house. And um, it's basically an upstairs space where we need to do a couple of different things, like watch movies, hang out as a family, play board games, and then um, play. There's a lot of toys and then there's books and all sorts of things. And it was kind of needs to serve many functions. So it's always kind of gotten me a little bit stumped, like stuck, you know, just not sure how to divide up the space a little bit better. Oh, and the recording studio for the podcast. So we um, did this together and it was so great because it was so helpful to have an outside perspective from a trusted friend. And um, I don't know, what do you think some of our the secrets to our success were? Because it was very successful. So it was a really
1: fun process to come into somebody else's house and then work on organizing something. Um I think some of our secret success were um, keeping the kids occupied because when we're stressed about about getting the organization going and the kids are busy, uh, it it just adds to your stress. So yes. They, so ninety nine percent of the time, the kids were playing really well. But then we had some tools in our back pockets. We put on a show when when their attitude started to fade, mm-hmm. and we had a special dinner. We ordered pizza, so that was an extra special thing because the kids. That makes it extra fun for them. And then I think one of the other secrets to our success was trying to keep your attitudes positive. And, um, so we, you have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and we check in with each other. Like, is this working as, as somebody that's coming into your house? I didn't want to come in and tell you that you have to do it this way. So kind of thinking about those questions we had in the organization checklist, like, what do we want in this space? And, and is this, Is this solution working? Would this solution work the best? And just kind of hashing those things out together was very helpful, I think, to the success of the project.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's been kind of revolutionary. It's been so great. So, if you remember, one of the goals I have for this year is to take better care of my back, right? So, in this process of organizing what was upstairs in this bonus room area, I kind of rediscovered some yoga gear that I had that I'd completely forgotten about. It was in like an Ottoman or something. And I thought, (laughs) I just didn't even remember I had this. You know, if you remember, whatever is important to you, like whatever you need to access, that's part of the cool thing about doing this organization process is you access the things you need to access. So for me, I need to get to that equipment, you know, so I can do these kind of yoga stretches or things I'm supposed to do. So now I can do that. And it's been like I said, revolutionary. It's been amazing. So just evaluate what your current lifestyle is, your day-to-day routine, not five years from now, I hope to do this, you know, because then you're stuck. You end up keeping things you probably don't need to keep.
1: I think one of the things, the successful things that we did was trying to put the stuff that you use most frequently at eye level
0: yes. or in an
1: easy to access spot so that you're not trying to have to dig through stuff because I use the stapler all the time and the stapler is in like the bottom back corner. Yeah. So instead putting it at like an eye level spot in an easy access space, just like your yoga gear. We put that in a place you're going to see it every day. So it's going to remind you Yeah. to do those those things.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing. Convenience and ease are some of the big motivating factors in our habit formation. And I talk about um, this a lot, but Gretchen Rubin's one of my favorite authors, and she has a book called Better Than Before, all about you know how to form good habits. And one of the things she talks about is that we are way more likely to do things if they're convenient. It's She calls it the strategy of convenience, <laughs> you know? And it's so true. So guess what? An amazing, unexpected benefit of organizing and tidying upstairs was that now I can incorporate a healthy habit really easily back into my life and end up having less back pain. So yay, like that's, a, that's like a win on all counts. So let's touch base with your coffee pot scenario, Christina. <laughs> so we had this, you were talking about the kind of, the case of the wandering the coffee pot. The case of the wandering <laughs> coffee pot and the trouble in the kitchen just kind of... So how has that been going for you?
1: So if in case you didn't know, our because this is very important. <laughs> yes, this is... Yes. <laughs> um, when my husband and I are getting ready in the morning, we ended up like intersecting and running into each other all the time in the kitchen. Yeah. And the kitchen is my zone. And yes. It was really hard for me to... When he suggested that we move something, um, he was right. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess... Bottom line, he was right. Um, He suggested we put the toaster and all that stuff close to the plates, which is very obvious. Mm -hmm. And um, I just didn't want to do it. Um, It's been that way. The coffee pot is close to the sink and the stove and the toasters underneath the plates. And that's been working really well. It's smoother morning routine, especially when both of us are trying to get ready in the kitchen.
0: That is so awesome. I love that. And it probably creates a more peaceful atmosphere in the mornings, which is really, really great.
1: So I wanted to ask you, Hannah, has the organization process up here in your bonus room kind of inspired you to go through any more
0: rooms in your house? Yes. Yes, it has. (laughs) So I did say, I think in a previous episode, I will go in a hundred percent on this just because it's so fun. And I, I do love refining and creating a tidy functional home that way that I know will serve our family better. So I have one more quick example of this. Um, Basically, um, the closet under the stairs. So one of the things that had happened when Christina helped me with upstairs is I went, you know, this filing cabinet where we file different papers and things is not very accessible, but we need to get into it a lot, like at least once or twice a week. So she suggested, is there a spot downstairs you can move it? And sure enough, there was. So I tidied up the, um, also with her help, (laughs) tidied up the under the stairs closet. And it's got some cleaning supplies and some other things in storage, but we were able to carve out a really nice little spot for this filing cabinet. And lo and behold, again, it's like benefiting my life in the sense of convenience. Like I'm just able to quickly file a bill or um, a piece of paper, a document, anything that we need to you know, a keepsake, we have some files for certain keepsake items. So anyways, it's been amazing.
1: Well, I'm glad that that worked out to have it in a new space. I never want to tell people, oh, you should put it over here and then have it be like really awkward.
0: Yeah, (laughs) really inconvenient and terrible. Yeah. No, it was great. So that's kind of the update for you. That's kind of the, some of those unexpected perks um, that we have experienced in tackling the bonus room for my house, and then for you, the kitchen and the, the coffee coffee scenario. So today, we are going to move on to the cleaning part of spring cleaning. We're going to spring into action. Spring into action. Yes, <laughs> get it? So let us help you and light a fire under you to kind of begin. All it takes is a few steps in the right direction and creating some easy habits to keep your home this way. Yes, even with young kids. So we wanted to share some thoughts. We have like personal thoughts and experiences, but then also share from authors and others who are just kind of masters of this whole subject. Um, and I thought it would be fun if you can just kind of envision some Olympics music in your head right now, like we'll the flashback Olympic, yes, theme music <laughs> to help get us inspired. So Marie Kondo has written a couple of books on organizing and tidying, and you may have read them, you may not, but... Basically, she says the objective of cleaning is not just to clean, but to feel happiness living within that environment. And I kind of love that because I do find that if certain areas in general, like it's never going to be perfect all at once, especially if you have toddlers or babies or or just kids in general, I guess. But if you can kind of have zones that work and and a a system that works and and things feel pretty clean and you're not going oh, I'm so embarrassed, you know, yeah. this, oh, I don't want to have anyone over, you know, so. Well, we should, we should fun. clean
1: our houses to the point so that we can enjoy living in them. Yes. Um, it doesn't, your house doesn't have to look like Martha Stewart, but it has to be at a point where you are comfortable just being you there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know I feel calmer and happier when I know where things are and I know that the bathroom's clean, you know, especially if like we have an unexpected guest or whatever. So before you start cleaning, we wanted to say it's important to set yourself up for success. And I'm super passionate about this, as funny as it may sound, but <laughs> I really am because I think a lot of people get discouraged when they, when it comes to cleaning because they think it's going to take so long or it's not going to be any fun. And it's like, oh, well, what's the use? Okay, here's, hopefully this will inspire you. Here's the deal. It's just really helpful to be comfortable, right? And to feel kind of calm and inspired. So wear some comfy clothes and put on some fun or relaxing music. And the reason I say fun or relaxing is because Sometimes you need that upbeat, like, pop music. I always have to put on something loud. Yeah, something loud or, like, (laughs) energetic. Keeps you moving. Like, that's why they do that in workout classes at the gym, right? It's, like, super helpful. You know, or if you're stressed, let's say you're on the other end of the spectrum here and you're, like, stressed, worried, or whatever, then I would recommend putting on some really calming and, like, kind of... Enya type Yeah, (laughs) Enya or, like, I love cello music, like Yo-Yo Ma is super good. You know, just something to ease you into it. And if you
1: don't have big chunks of time, you can break things down into smaller tasks and, and do a couple here, a couple there. If you've got five minutes,
0: yeah, totally. Some of us are list people. And some of us see a long list
1: and then want to run and hide. Yes,
0: (laughs) so true. And you know, this is where it's better to take small chores and plug them into your calendar so that you're not daunted by an entire list, an impossible list, you Mm -hmm. know, waiting for you. After putting together a printable for organization, and that's still on sundayafternoonmama.com, it'll be available there probably forever. We also want to put together a spring cleaning checklist that's available as a printout as well. So that's going to be on there this week. And I can't wait to hear if this is helpful for you or whatever. So this isn't an exhaustive list
1: and it's not all required. This is just a tool to to see if if you want to try it with us. And I have to admit that after writing up all the things, I looked at the list and then it threw me into a complete funk. And I accomplished <laughs> nothing for three days. <laughs> I didn't even do the dishes. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so finally, my son ran out of pants and I had to do some laundry. And at that point, I had to make a decision. So you remember our purse clean out? Yes. So when things are chaotic, clean your purse. Um, and I had to start somewhere. So I cleaned the junk drawer. Which led to cleaning the coat closet, which is kind of home to all the plastic bags that breed like bunnies. Yes. And then I cleaned the microwave, and pretty soon I was like the star of the cleaning version of "If You Give a Mouse a Cookie." <laughs>
0: totally, that is so great.
1: And I'm still not done. I'm not even halfway through the list, but I've enjoyed being able to check off some boxes as they fit into my schedule.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. It's awesome that you kept going. That that definitely happens, I think, in this process. Especially those tasks that only happen once or twice a year. It's like you put them off. You don't want to do them. It's kind of tough. You get stuck sometimes. So.
1: But then you feel so much better when you've actually done it, and you exactly. stop procrastinating. Feels yep. like that it's it's that much bigger of a victory.
0: Exactly. I know. I felt super overwhelmed after we initially tackled the upstairs bonus room because it kind of ended up morphing into like, oh, I need to clean a little more and organize a little more into like my son's room, and that had become a place, especially on the top shelf that I'm thinking of had collected some things of like for storage um, purposes. But anyways, um, I took some deep breaths and, you know, and it was like good because I let you, Christina, um, encourage me to just keep going because we we got a lot done. It was awesome. (laughs) So one of the things that I recommend when tackling a big project is to pick something small and visible to do first. An easily accomplished task that can be one of those kind of early victories can spur you on to bigger projects. Like, so a quick example is a bathroom drawer. So in the girls' bathroom that they use most frequently, there's their toothbrushes and toothpaste and floss, right, in this little drawer. And I was noticing it was like, I don't have a shelf line around that little drawer. So when their toothbrushes get put back in, they're often wet. And it was like, oh, that's going to maybe damage the wood or whatever. And their toothpaste is squeezing out, <laughs> like, on the sides because they don't always close the cap right. So I quick solution was just to get a little container, a little kind of tray thing to, like, put Their toothbrush stuff in. And you know, now it's quicker and easier to clean the drawer, everything stays a little bit more kind of in its place, and it looks more orderly, which is great. So, anyways, the the that thing takes, t-
1: that took no time at all, did it? No, not at all. And it's so it's like an early victory. So then you are kind of motivated to keep going with other things.
0: Totally. And as I was reflecting on this, I feel like this is actually a similar concept to the debt snowball that Dave Ramsey talks about. So stick with me here because it's uh, talking about finances. But he says pay off the smallest debt first, right? The emotional and psychological benefits are instant. You feel lighter, more encouraged, and empowered to tackle the rest of your debt. So similar thing here where it's like pick a little drawer, you know, pick something. If you're thinking cleaning, organizing, just I don't even know where to begin. Pick something small and you'll be shocked at how that can snowball into a really positive um, effect in your life and in your home. And you're going to see the benefits and experience the benefits pretty quickly. And that's incentive to kind of keep going too, I feel like.
1: So we have this cleaning printable for you, and what it is is it's single sheet. It's got different ideas for tasks broken down by kitchen, bedroom, bathroom, and then general tasks. These will be kind of once a year type deep clean things. Yes. So you don't have to do all of these tasks. This is just a place to start to try to motivate motivate myself to to deep clean the kitchen and to deep clean the bathroom um, because it doesn't happen that it it doesn't happen every month that I clean the bathroom. (laughs) This is a once a year type of thing. Um, We've also included some kind of pro tips that things that we've found in magazines or on the internet that were really helpful for us. So one of them was cleaning the microwave uh, when I was, doing my eat, if you give a mouse a cookie yes. routine um I so I put some water vinegar and lemon and I microwaved it in a jar and a container in the microwave for like two or three minutes and then I didn't open the microwave and I let it sit for 15 okay and then after 15 minutes I set a timer I opened it up and I just wiped it everything out and it was the I hate cleaning out the microwave and it was the easiest thing yeah. ever I was so amazed because all the grime and all the junk that just builds up just wiped right off I threw away or I Washed the the water, the remaining yes. water down the sink. Yes, and it was so gratifying, and it took less than it took fifteen minutes of waiting.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, these pro tips are awesome. I love them. Um, so, also on this cleaning principle, um, on the side are some incentive ideas, and what we mean by that is kind of rewards, the payoff, the perk of doing these tasks or chores. And we've decided to call it the icing, you know, the icing on the cake, something to look forward to the thing that's going to be fun and freshen up the space that you're working on. So let me give you a couple examples that we came up with for, let's say the bathroom. So a couple of thoughts we had were like, after you're done cleaning the bathroom, like deep cleaning, um, you could, Get yourself some new body scrub or a fresh loofah or bath salts or even a new candle or something that freshens up the space, makes it beautiful, makes it inviting, makes it kind of that spa-like retreat that hopefully you can create in your home. And one thing I wanted to throw in here too, as we talk about this printable, which is just really, I think it's going to be hopefully really helpful for all of us, um, is that... If you remember way back in episode one, make the most of your Mondays, we were saying, we were suggesting um, setting a timer for annoying tasks. And I would totally do this when I'm doing my, when I'm looking at this list. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I know some rooms I'm going to be like, yeah, this isn't so bad. And some rooms I'm going to go, ugh, I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> so set a timer if, if it's a really annoying task to you, you know? And even if you say to yourself, I, I'll work on my closet for 30 minutes and just boom, set the timer, you will get a surprising amount of stuff done. And if you're anything like me, sometimes that kicks in my almost competitive nature to like, I know it's competing against nobody, but like (laughs) myself or the clock or something, but it helps because you can be like, I can knock this task out in half an hour and then Mm -hmm. I can go... Um, go on a walk or I can go for coffee with a friend or I can take my son to the park or whatever it is. I can
1: find my clothes. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Certain things don't often take as long as you think they will. Mm. I have totally found this. So here are some tips and a takeaway for you when it comes to this whole topic of spring cleaning. Print and fill out the cleaning document we made um, for the rooms that you want to tackle. Number two is to kind of pick your icing, as we like to say, for each room. And remember, the icing is the perk, the reward, the payoff. The third thing is to prepare yourself. So dress for success, meaning comfy clothes that you don't mind if you know, they get dirty or whatever. Gather your five-item toolkit, which we will talk about in just a second, and then choose your music. And to me, that's the really fun that's part. That's the most fun part. Yeah. And then pick the smallest project. Number four for an early victory, like a small drawer, a shelf, whatever it is. And then
1: it's like your cookie to get you started. (laughs) Yes.
0: And then lastly, pencil in your plan. Okay, go room to room and just kind of take notes and write reminders, however you want to do it. Like I tend to put a note in my phone for whatever or like write it on my planner for the day. Like I'm going to tackle this, this and this in this room Um, and then purify your home That's what ends up happening, which is so great. Cleaning and tidying is just kind of this purifying process. It can help lift the heaviness of even just emotional attachment to our stuff. Physically cleaning, of course, helps remove the grime, the germs, the dirt, the debris of everyday living and gives this fresh, clean, welcoming atmosphere, which is just really amazing. So if you remember, we said last week how Laura Ingalls Wilder said, home is the nicest word there is. Homes are nicer, more enjoyable when they're well cared for, right, and inviting. Mm -hmm. And when our homes are pared down a little bit, more simplified, filled only with the treasures, the useful and beautiful items that we love, they are lighter. They almost feel lighter and more airy and comfortable and welcoming. And I know for me, I think this, we've Mm -hmm. talked about this, we can kind of more easily relax at the end of the day in our homes, um, find a book that you love, you Mm -hmm. know, access things you need to access, um, find that kitchen gadget you need for this special (laughs) recipe. You know, so that's kind of an amazing benefit of this whole tidying process. So as you do this, here are two things to kind of keep in mind. Um, This is inspired by an article that I will link to in the show notes that I found that was just really helpful. So the first thing was... Don't bite off more than you can chew.
1: (laughs) And by don't bite off more than you can chew, we mean don't set aside an entire day to organize your whole house. Yes. So very few people have the energy and or the focus to spend eight hours organizing. And you'll likely become frustrated and less efficient as the day progresses and it'll snowball into this very frustrating process. Yeah. So it's much better to spend a few hours, two or three or even half an hour if that's what you have on one project or space at a time. That way you'll feel motivated to do more and you won't be burned out by the end of that task.
0: Exactly. The second thing, and I love this one too, is to complete each task completely. Okay. So what the article was saying was, of course, you need to kind of sort things into categories like you toss things, recycle, donate, give to a friend, put in deep storage. But here's the crucial part. They say, once you have decided, this is a direct quote here, once you've decided where something is going to go, take it there. never keep bags and a bunch of things at your house just to do later. Do it now. Finish the process. Take the bags and boxes out to the trash or recycling immediately. They also encourage you if you're going to give something to a friend or family member, just go ahead and put it in your car and just make arrangements to drop it off you've done so much work to get this stuff ready to take out they say you know complete the deal i've seen people really get stuck here i don't know about you um they finish about 85 90 of the job and then quit and i just want to say no keep going just, just keep going you're almost done you'll feel a weight lifted off your shoulders it'll feel so good to be done and then it won't be stressing you out or embarrassing you or like frustrating you anymore you know yeah. I mean, the last
1: thing on this the cleaning checklist is to take the donation pile to charity. Yes, And it's such a lightning feeling. I love going to the Goodwill because I'm like, here you go. And then I walk away like 10 pounds lighter because of the stuff that I've gotten rid of. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Well, so now we're going to move into our little segment on my favorite things. And today we're going to share our five item toolkit. So related to the cleaning kind of process, these are five things we have chosen and they're all, they're a little bit different for each of us, but things that we love to have on hand to make this process a lot easier and even a little bit fun. So Christina, why don't you go first?
1: <laughs> so my five item toolkit, um, are they're things that make cleaning easier for me? Yes. So, so I love to have the Clorox bleach wipes because mm-hmm. then I can just wipe things away and throw it away and I don't yes. have to deal with a yucky cloth. I keep them in the bathroom so I can clean, so I can clean up spills easily. Um, I also love the Swiffer duster refills. So mm-hmm. it's like a wand. Then it's got this little duster thing that you can wipe off your surfaces. I'm, I'm acting this out as I'm saying it because yes. I know that'll be really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you can wipe off your surfaces. And then when you're all done, you just throw it away. Um, I also have the Clorox toilet wand. So it's like this wand and you have the plug-in that goes at the bottom. Oh, yeah. So you can clean out your toilet and then you can just clip it off into the trash can yes. and throw it away. So the last two things I have are more permanent things that I'm not going to throw away. So a while back I got a glass container that I that I dump all my laundry detergent in. Oh, cool! And so it's a glass canister. It's got a metal lid, and. It, I put the laundry detergent in there, and it just makes me happy when I have to go do laundry. That I'm scooping it out, and it just seems pretty. Even though yes. it's, it's in the cupboard, I don't know for some reason it motivates me to do laundry. No, that's good. Um, so my last thing is a whisk broom that my mother-in-law gave me as a as a loving thing. Not uh, it, it wasn't <laughs> a, <hint>. a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this fantastic broom. It's oh, awesome. It's not super heavy. It's lightweight, and it sweeps everything up. But it doesn't fling it. Cause you know how sometimes yes. the, plas- the plastic brooms you sweep, and then it ends up flinging things way far away. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, it's a it's a it's just a nice broom that makes sweeping more fun.
0: I love it. That's awesome. Okay, my five item toolkit includes an old toothbrush for cleaning icky crevices. I've heard it called a yuck brush from Better Homes and Gardens magazine. <laughs> a Swiffer duster as well. They're just so soft and fluffy and easy to use, super convenient. And another thing I love is a kind of cleaning caddy or bucket that just contains all of the cleaning supplies that I typically need week to week. Now, some things you don't need every week, so they're not in there. (laughs) And lastly, I do like to wear rubber gloves when I clean, especially like bathrooms and stuff, because there's just, you know, when you're cleaning up messes and germs and all of that, I don't know. It's just easy to like take care of your hands a little bit better to like have gloves and, and not be thinking like, Oh, I don't really you won't be
1: totally grossed down. totally
0: <laughs> grossed out um, and you can get some fun little rubber gloves I don't know they've come a long way there's a lot of fun designs next week we will continue with our discussion of spring cleaning and talk about what happens when you hit a wall and lose your motivation
1: because that totally happens to all of us
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm raising my hand <laughs> yes me too well that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama be sure to tune in next week and please if you enjoy this podcast tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old-fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit SundayAfternoonMama.com and follow me at SundayAfternoonMama on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you next week. In the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.